Hello, and welcome to This is Purdue, the official podcast for Purdue University. Our conversations and stories feature Boilermaker students, faculty, and alumni taking small steps toward their giant leaps and inspiring others to do the same. This is not your parents, Purdue. When it comes to the way people learn, Purdue continues to push the boundaries and define the standard. Purdue's 164,000-square-foot Wilmeth Active Learning Center is much more than another beautiful red brick building on campus. A decade in the planning, its 2017 opening represented a transformation in the way Purdue students learn. We are heralding the arrival of an all-new era for this campus. It's like someone turned a switch, and the Wilmoth Active Learning Center is now the new hub of the campus. The attributes that the Wilmoth Active Learning Center brings to Purdue is totally unique. Um, the marrying of library and classroom spaces has never been tried before. So it used to be that you went to the, your classroom, and then you went to the library, and then you went home. It sort of blurs those lines. So you study in the space, but you can actually then, it is your classroom. Your classroom is in it, but then, you know, maybe you hang out with your fellow students or your professor after class, and, you know, the learning continues. The vision was to try to integrate learning in a lot of different environments, so uh, learning within the classroom and learning beyond the classroom. It is unique in that it's a number of classrooms in one location, and again, unique because it's a consolidated engineering and science library. There were six libraries that were consolidated in this space. Most of our information resources available digitally has allowed us to free up and control less of the space, and therefore we could integrate the library and classroom building. There are 27 classrooms, ranging in size from as small as 50 to as large as 300. Now, the, the important part to remember this is that each one of these rooms is designed to be active learning. The active learning classrooms are designed for students to be able to move around in the classroom. Students are all engaged in some sort of action, right? They're not sort of sitting um, passively listening to a lecture five minutes, the instructor's talking, you know, giving directions or introducing a concept, and they can turn around, form a small group, you know, talk about it, discuss. This gives them an opportunity to engage with their fellow students and learn from their fellow students as well. Students can learn more when they're sort of more engaged in the learning process. I think active learning actually prepares students better for the work and the kinds of things that they are going to want to be doing after they leave the university. This building with the 27 classrooms has, has really enabled a lot more people to do this kind of work. Faculty have said that it has enabled them to teach in ways they've been wanting to for a long time. Students have affirmed how much they appreciate and value the active, the collaborative, the project-based learning that this space is so well suited to. So the building is located on the site of the old power plant. It was built in 1924. It was an iconic building. It sat in the middle of campus. But the power plant was decommissioned in the late 80s and sat derelict almost for 30 years. And when I went to the provost 12 years ago and pointed out the window towards the old power plant and said, that's where we need to build a combined science engineering library, right in the center of campus, she said, a classroom building has to go there. And I said, okay, classroom library building. 
We started planning, I believe it was in 2012. We brought in a consultant to work with us. She was an anthropologist. She brought anthropological methodologies to assess what students wanted or what they needed in the spaces. We tried to get a lot of input from students about what was important to them. Natural light, that's representative of one of the areas that they said we want. We want to be able to see outside. We want to see that we're at Purdue. The other thing that they said was, we want to see books. Even in the electronic age, they still enjoy feeling like they're surrounded by knowledge. We've tried to think about all the different ways that students work with each other or work by themselves. In the reading room, we have sort of a formal place for students that want to focus and not have a lot of distractions. You can experience the beauty of this reading room as well as being outside of it because you can look down into it. It's a unique building also in that we have this cafe in the first level. Obopan has a wonderful reputation for serving good, wholesome food, and it's a big success. We have a, a computer lab that is loaded with different kinds of visualization tools that aren't available elsewhere on campus. So that's a place where students can come in and experiment. We also uh, can teach classes and invite instructors from all over campus who want to teach various tools to students. One of the elements that we wanted to try to save was the impact of the old power plant. Before the building was demolished, we went in and looked at what could we take out of this building that would typify its role and then reinstall them in exhibits throughout the building. You can dial up an audio tour. The audio tour will take you through the building and take you through the different exhibits. And so our goal was not only are the students participating in active learning, anyone who comes into this building, they can become an active participant in learning. One mural that's by the Grand Staircase is a map of the campus from about the time period that the Wilmots were here on campus. The building is named after two brothers, Thomas and Harvey Wilmoth. Thomas graduated from Purdue in 1935. Harvey graduated in 1940. They formed a company called Scott Industries. Since the 1940s, it has been growing and growing and has become very successful. Their Purdue education was essential in providing the foundation for their later work. I know they would both be pleased and proud of the Thomas S. and Harvey D. Wilmoth Active Learning Center. It's a building that was designed for the future. When I look around this building, I'm really excited. We're kind of leading the path in this conversation about active learning and higher education. I think this building has the potential for changing how students learn at a university setting. This structure has eclipsed anything else that I know of on this campus in terms at least of sudden impact and I believe enduring impact on the lives of Boilermakers. The whole area in front of the building, the building itself, has created all new life to the center of campus. And that's what I think is particularly exciting. The Wilmeth Active Learning Center is open every day, around the clock. It can hold up to 4,000 students in its combined classroom and library spaces. Another massive structure that's up the Boilermakers game, literally, is Purdue's state-of-the-art football performance complex. This sprawling three-story structure also opened in 2017, amazing and delighting Boilermaker football recruits, players, and coaches. 
glitz, the glamour of it. It's one of those projects where you, you dream big and, and, and the dream comes true. The scale and the size of it is much bigger than what we walked out of at the old Molenkoff. I mean, it has a spacious, spacious uh, facility devoted 100% uh, to football. And the sheer size is, is almost mind-boggling. In April, Purdue broke ground on a new football performance complex. Football alum and Super Bowl MVP Drew Brees joined Purdue dignitaries at the event. It was built uh, in about 18 months, uh, which is almost unheard of. $65 million was the, uh, the price tag, uh, privately financed. The team moved in uh, 2017, and this provides that uh, you know one central location where uh, if you're a football player at Purdue, you know you can hang out. The administration was so gracious in saying, this is what you guys are going to be moving into. Tell us exactly what you want. We had input on everything. A couple of things that stood out early on were the need for a, a locker room, a bigger locker room, a locker room that was enough for 110 players uh, where everyone could see the, the head coach and certainly a new uh, state-of-the-art weight room. And that was an area that uh, the new strength coaches, uh, Justin Lovett and his crew, were able to to tweak and finalize and suit to their needs, uh, which was awesome. We wanted something that our players could come back in 20 years and and say, wow, this is awesome. It, you might have to replace a couple things, but it's not gimmick, it's not slogan-driven, it's not fad. Right now, they can go from the locker room, they can get their treatment to the sports medicine area, then go lift weights, or they can lift weights, get post-workout treatment, and then go back to the locker room all on the same floor. Coaches' offices in the same building, team meeting rooms in the same building. We see our trainers a lot more. We see our players on both sides, performance enhancement and sports medicine. Uh, meeting room, we can go get them in a meeting room if they don't have their water bottle. Um, we don't have to change buildings or go hunt for players. They're right there. So that, that couldn't be better. That was well designed and well thought out. Uh, but then there's us also, as we talked about earlier, just the fact that everything's in one building now. And uh, although it's a huge building and they do have to ride an elevator or take a stair to get from here to there. It is all centrally located. Um, you know, one of the goals was to have the student athletes, when they got there, to want to be there and want to study film there and, and, and want to spend time with their teammates. They have little places to go and little hiding spots where they can do their homework and be uninterrupted. So it's a good flow to the building. It's a good space that's utilized upstairs and downstairs. It's right in the middle of, of the football uh, complex, if you will. You've got the Molenkoff Center, which is where we have our indoor practice field uh, just to the south, and then the 200-yard outdoor practice fields are right to the north. It's all in one spot, uh, and that was what we didn't have before. They get dressed for practice, and they're right there. Everything's black and gold here, so the weight room's black. Whatever's gold is going to go on the wall in terms of the trophies that we win and bring home from bowl games and, and eventually championships. The lobby's kind of the one area that's open to the public. A great kind of uh, history of Purdue football fans, whether they're here for a game or any other day of the year, the building uh, is open. Uh, that lobby is accessible and it's kind of a neat trip down memory lane. It's got its own ambiance and character, so it's definitely a lasting first impression with recruits, and that's been a noticeable uh, thing to us. We feel we're at the top of the top of the heat now. Everything's just so much bigger and better than they had before. wasn't bad before, but uh, it's uh, it's off the charts now. And uh, I'll put ours certainly up with anybody's uh, in the country. And I think uh, Justin and, and strength uh, and conditioning would agree with that. I know the players talk about it. I can't believe they still get a workout in this place. When they walk in their locker room looking around with the TV, walk in the weight room with the technology and, and, and the size of the place, this room is built 
for us to grow into. So we have some work to do to press the big weights, um, and we have 200-pound dumbbells. We're pulling them and rowing them and shrugging them, but we're not pressing them as much yet, but that's going to come in time. So this room and this facility upstairs and downstairs is, is built to grow. The Purdue Football Complex has not only made a strong impression on visiting recruits, but it's helped players better manage their time. With so many amenities under one roof, they don't have to trek across campus nearly as often as they used to. Thanks for listening to This is Purdue. For more information on this episode, visit our website at purdue.edu slash podcast. There, you can route to your favorite podcast app to subscribe and leave a review. As always, boiler up.